Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host, coming to us remotely, but we are all fixed to go with another program. Daniel, welcome to the program. Happy Tuesday, Dr. Paul. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, and uh, right. we have to do something to heal the country. Still yes. in a little trouble. Improvements here and there, but it's still a mess. I want to talk about, uh, you know, this uh, Attorney General Garland. He doesn't sound libertarian to me. He, sound like, really. he sounds like uh, he preaches and practices authoritarianism, uh, which is exactly the opposite. But, you know, people are becoming more aggressive in uh, challenging and defending themselves against a government that is very, very abusive you know, in how they run the schools and, and uh, the, uh, you know, the masking, uh, wearing of the mask and the, uh, and the uh, getting these uh, vaccination, vaccinations for the passports. So there's a lot of people unhappy with this. And I think there's big, uh, you know, uh, I think there's so much progress from our views that more people are speaking out that the opposition, and that is the people who preach all this stuff, they're getting nervous and uh, they're starting to, you know, talk to the teachers and talk to the community and talk to the school board members. And even in North Carolina, uh, just recently, a couple of days ago, it passed a law uh, or the school board passed, passed a resolution that said in their town, they weren't allowed to teach critical race theory. Oh, well, that's an interference with public, with, you know, with free speech. Of course, the uh, people who are on the school board are supposed to be responsible for what they're teaching. And uh, quite frankly, the uh, critical uh, race theory is very, very controversial. And that's their responsibility. And they should sort it out. But anyway, this store stirred up a lot of excitement among the uh, police. And that is the attorney general running the you know, the uh, policing department in the, in the, in the country, uh, he doesn't like this. And he says that the school boards now are asking for help. People are criticizing the school boards and they're criticizing the teachers. They're criticizing the lockdowns. They're criticizing all this. And we have to investigate this. So he's going to have a major uh, issue in, within 30 days. And all the policemen, you know, we were taught one time in this country that the uh, police should be local. It, period. You don't have, you know, a United States police force to police us and everything that we do. But once you have the government doing a lot, then you have to have policemen to run it. So we have to have school police. And that's what he's doing. He's putting this together and saying some of these people are committing terrorism. And, oh, you know, if you're, you're a terrorist, then you're in big trouble. All you have to do is terrorist, terrorist. And uh, the people get pretty excited about it. But I don't think, I don't think it's going to be so easy for this time, Daniel, because uh, I, I think people are waking up and they're starting to see uh, see through this. So we uh, we we will have to keep you know close tabs on this because this some of the things he's proposing very very serious as far as I'm concerned, Daniel. Yeah, and the whole thing comes back to I think it's perfectly encapsulated by the Democratic candidate for governor of Virginia, where I am right now. He said in a debate, and you wrote about this in your weekly column this week. He said in a debate that he doesn't believe parents have any right to tell the schools what they should be teaching their children. Uh, and that turns everything upside down and everything on its head. Uh, the history of education, of public education, as you say, was controlled locally, traditionally, until, of course, 
the federal government took over and made everything much worse, as it always does. Well, the current chapter uh, was started by the National Association of School Boards. They sent a letter uh, to the Attorney General, and they asked him to take, quote, extraordinary measures to protect against these alleged threats from parents who are showing up at school board meetings, and they're objecting, sometimes vocally, of course, they're objecting to mask mandates and the teaching of a Marxist theory called critical race theory to their children. So showing up and saying, stop putting a mask on my kid, it doesn't do any good and it's hurting my kid's health, which is a natural parenting instinct, and saying, hey, I don't want my kids indoctrinated into Marxism, if you don't mind. Just bringing those things up, the school boards are saying, this isn't fair, this isn't right. You gotta do something, you need to investigate these people as potentially domestic terrorists. Because you know, Dr. Paul, before they were trying to say, well, they're racist and white supremacists. Well, that didn't work because everyone looked at the parents who were at the meeting and said, what? They don't look like a bunch of KKK members. They kind of just look like concerned parents. So now they had to, of course, up the ante and say, no, no, they're actually domestic terrorists. Yes, and uh, you, you know, they, they've listed certain things that they're going to be looking for to be, be able to police this and, uh, you, you know, keep people from speaking out against it. And they want to stop things like, uh, and they define it to a degree, any threats of violence, intim intimidation. wonder how they define intimidation. And harassment. You know, they're sort of a little bit vague. And, uh, and I keep thinking, well, isn't that what we're complaining about, about the government? You know, they say if you don't get your vaccination, you're, they're harassing them and threatening them, and the teachers can get fired, and you know, so many things. So the, it's the government that's harassing the teachers. But anyway, I, traditionally, you know, whether it's racism or whether it's uh, a government out of control, they flip it around and they accuse the opposition of, uh, of doing exactly what they've been doing. And I think that's what's happening here is right now. The government participates in this, but that's okay. I mean, they shouldn't even be doing it. We should have, you know, the local schools uh, being, being involved, but we don't need a national police force coming in and now and these investigations going on. And then we, uh, we're, we're gonna see a lot more problems from this and a lot stronger reaction. But I, I just hope that people can put this together and see what, what they're doing and not be intimidated because it, that's how the government has worked. They have been so threatening and intimidating that people say, well, you know, I really don't want to do this, uh, especially the employees, the teachers and the workers. I, I really don't, don't want to do it because I don't even like this, uh, taking these vaccines, but I have to, you know, they're going to punish me. They're going to yeah. fire me. So this is it. They use all the tactics that they're going to accuse the people who are resisting of doing the same thing. And what's really happening here, Dr. Paul, and we've covered this many times on the Liberty Report, is that parents are organizing and parents are becoming very effective at holding the school boards. And of course, nobody talks about how the parents are taxed to pay uh, for these teachers and for all the ridiculous administrators, but they're becoming very effective because they're organizing, they're going down to local school board meetings. There's nothing these guys hate more than having a light shined on what they're doing. They're going down there, they're going to the microphone and they're saying, hey, we don't want this. We don't want you to do this. Stop doing it. And they've tried every kind of tactic, turning off the microphones, uh, kicking them out, doing all sorts of things. 
Uh, but the parents are effective. And we've discussed, uh, I think, a couple of weeks ago, Dr. Paul, where the parents said, uh, we're going to stay here uh, until this school board resigns. And they all resigned. <laughs> uh, and the parents elected a new school board right then and there and rescinded the mask mandate. This is not what they want at all. So what do they do? Well, they bring in the bully boys uh, and they they trump up some idea. You know, there were no specific uh, examples given really by the uh, by the attorney general, uh, you know, uh, in, in, in state X or city X. Uh, the parents were beating up the school board. Of course, that's already illegal. It's already illegal to do all of these things. But you know, reclassify it as domestic terrorism and that puts a huge blanket over what they can try to silence when it comes to the parents. You know, you know the uh, unvaccinated have been the, the enemy, you know, and they, uh, they target in on that and they're going to kill everybody else. But, you know, that's fallen through because people are starting to realize that people who have natural immunity is much better than having it from a, va a vaccine. But uh, now, now they're, they, uh, they, they're not going to quit doing that. They're going to continue with it. But what, what they're doing is anybody who objects uh, to cultural Marxism, you know, is, is the enemy. And in a way, there, there's a social truth to this, because the enemy of the state, a powerful state, are people who tell the truth. The individuals that stand up and tell the truth, they become the enemy. And that is what's happening now. So people are speaking out. Uh, critical race theory is the immediate target, but it's the whole concept of cultural Marxism that uh, has gone extreme. And when people stay, uh, you know, speak out against it, the, the ones who support that, they have to come back in and say, oh, you're a bunch of terrorists. You know, because you're practicing free speech and constitutional government and civil liberties. So they flip it on its head. And uh, unfortunately, it's gotten too far. But one thing that is fortunate for some people lament the fact that, you know, this country's going to the dogs with this president. Uh, you know, how how's it ever going to change? Well, always look for the positive. This is waking people up, I'll tell you. Yeah, they see exactly. what's happening and say, we better do something about it. And if uh, the Attorney General for Biden is going out to further organize the police departments of the country to make sure that people can't even speak out and criticize, uh, you know, cultural Marxism, which is running rampant. That's where our real problem are. You know, one thing that they did, and I, I think that it, it could be handled without the federal government, and that is pornography in these schools. It's a horrible, horrible yeah. uh, story. And I think it's very, very damaging and it, all, all this kind of stuff. It's especially this child pornography. That's so bad. Yeah. But... You know what, I um, you know, it, instead of dwelling on that, I'll say, I'm against it too, but I, I think, uh, you know, Marxist, Marxism is, uh, is, 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 is pornographic, okay. philosophic pornography. That's what really kills people. That's what, that's what you know, the um, Marxists and the Nazis in the world, that's what kills people. And yet that is being taught in our schools. You know, it's, yeah. it's, not, like, it's not like they're, they're vague, but if you say a word about it, then they turn around. Oh, you're the ones that are causing all the trouble. So we're going to take away your freedom of speech. 
speech and uh, we're going to fire you if you don't do exactly as we tell you. And so they're, yeah. they're the ones who are intimidating the people. Obey, 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 or you will suffer the consequences. It's not only in the schools, and that's in, in a lot of industry right now too. The uh, le- leadership in the industry has to capitulate as well and follow the orders of the government. Yeah, well, it was becoming very obvious, Dr. Paul, and of course it always has been, but certainly a finer point is being put on it, which is that all of this is political. This is political justice, which is injustice. You know, the communists believe in political justice, uh, you know, usurp the you know, traditional Western concept of justice. Where was the FBI, where was the rush to employ the FBI and law enforcement to investigate when the cities were being burned down last summer? Oh, they didn't care, they stood by. There's nothing to see here, keep moving on. But as soon as a few people step foot inside the Capitol building, oh, well, this is a terrorist, this is an insurrection. As soon as a few parents come and say, stop putting these things on our kids' faces, stop brainwashing my kids, oh, that's terrorist too. So they are using the Department of Justice and the law enforcement authorities like the FBI as political weapons against their political enemies. And if we keep going down this road, there's not going to be much of a country left to to bring back. Boy, that, that is for sure, and uh, yet we do have to look on the bright side because, and you've already just mentioned it again, that there are people speaking out against it. And, and that's the only thing that really can stop it because they have a lot more guns and they can do whatever they want. And they have the, uh, right now, uh, you, you know, they have the, the major media outlets that can perpetuate all these threats and intimidations. And uh, the, the power that they have because they control so much, uh, you know, as far as, uh, you know, through the welfare system. You know, if you don't do what they tell you, you know, they might come along and, and say, well, you don't, you don't get your Medicare anymore. You're totally dependent on it, but we'll take that away from you if you don't do it. And, uh, and, and that is the case. Sometimes, you, recently there was one place where they were firing some people, and almost anybody who gets fired, you know, and they lose their job, they get unemployment insurance. Except in this case, they said the one thing is, is you people speaking out against the government. That is so bad that you will not get, uh, you, you know, unemployment benefits. So there's always a way to threaten and intimidate because the government is so big. So the answer, yeah. the answer is, comes from people waking up and doing what we advocate. But the ultimate answer has to be a change in a mental attitude about personal liberty and how, how much responsibility should be on the individual and, and local government and voluntarism. But they, what they would like to do is just say, no, uh, the enemy is those of you who challenge the authorities. You have to obey. And that is so totalitarian, so authoritarian. And... Uh, Yet, right now, uh, we need to awaken a lot more people because I think that's the only solution we have because uh, I don't think anybody on this station is going to advocate taking up arms. Uh, You know, so this is it. We we want the arms of of, uh, ideas, and that is what can change this, and uh, that's where I think we've made some progress. And one thing that parents can do is starve the beast, and we've talked about it before with parents yanking their kids out of school these school districts are not getting their per diem per student and they're losing money. <laughs> right. So vote with, your, vote with your feet. Take your kids out of school. Look into the Ron Paul curriculum. There are plenty of alternatives out there. And yeah, it may be a hardship for some parents. You may not be able to get that 2022 model of your favorite car. You may have to buy a used car. 
But the sacrifice, I think, Dr. Paul, is ultimately worth it when you talk about as parents, your one true obligation uh, is to raise your children right. So you know what? You can probably do without that brand new car. Uh, you may have to keep your clothes for another season rather than get new ones. Uh, but I think ultimately, in my own personal view, Dr. Paul, it does pay off to make sacrifices uh, for the future of your children and the next generation. Right. Uh, Daniel, I want to move on, if you don't have another statement on that particular yeah, issue. Absolutely. I want to go on and, and, and talk about, uh, uh, you know, natural immunity. That, that to me is a big, big issue, because if you want to talk about distortion of science, it has been the authoritarians who are running this medical program of uh, COVID have been so anti-science because uh, they don't believe in, in natural immunity. And, you know, the doctors behind the scenes, you know, so they're, they're like regular people. They feel overwhelmed because they see such power pumping out of the propaganda. But this whole idea that if you get, a, a, get an infection and you get immunity to it, you still have to get, you have to still get more immunity shot. You have to get more vaccination. It's, it's really crazy. And then it turns out that you can, there can be complications from that. And we find out the vaccine, people can still get sick. And then all of a sudden there's the distortion of statistics, both at the beginning of this and it's ongoing. Uh, it encourages so many things that are just, you know, cause so much misunderstanding. And the average person has a hard time understanding it as well. But I wanted, yeah. to, talk, I wanted to talk about uh, Veritas because we sort of like that organization. And yes. uh, they did a little bit uh, of investigating, and uh, I think they were they talked to Pfizer scientists. I think there were three of them, and they basically were saying uh, the, the same thing. And that is, uh, they they more or less uh, reiterated what I was saying there that that uh, you, you you know natural immunity is uh, is good and we shouldn't be putting it down you know this whole idea if if you're if you want to go and teach at a school or you're in a school and you won't get vaccinated and you uh, what if you're in a hospital that you've been working there for 18 months and you did well you might have had a few symptoms you and uh, you're probably immune and these people are very valuable they should get double their salary because they yeah. should be getting well they're not going to spread anything but no they get fired i think they're the ones that they said if if we fire you we won't even allow you to get unemployment benefits yes, i mean it's correct. it's absolutely absolutely upside down and uh that's why we sort of like veritas they they dig through this and they're fantastic in getting some people that uh, are a lot more uh, instrumental in getting this message out than we are because they live this stuff and they're on the other side of it, even though uh, not deep down in their heart and they're willing to talk about it. Yeah, this is very important. This is a new report out from Project Veritas and it is available on YouTube so you can watch it there. They sent reporters undercover to speak with Pfizer scientists, not PR guys, not whatever, not interns, but actual Pfizer scientists. And they had three scientists on hidden camera, very clearly expressing views about natural immunity versus immunity acquired by the vaccine. And it was, it was very, very clear what they said. Uh, first of all, Nick Carl, uh, he is a scientist from Pfizer and he explained that natural immunity is better than the vaccine because the vaccine only acts on one part 
of the virus. I think it's a spike protein. Whereas natural immunities, uh, once you've built those up, you attack the entire virus. This is not me saying it. This is a Pfizer scientist saying it. And when you said earlier, Dr. Paul, that they, they don't believe in natural media, I think they actually do. I think they know it. And I think these uh, underground, uh, undercover videos have shown they know it, but they're trying to keep people from, from believing that they're trying to show that you're somehow superstitious if you believe in it. But it was Nick Carl, uh, Chris Croce, he's a senior associate scientist from Pfizer, and he said undercover, and again, you can see this on YouTube at Project Veritas, that natural immunity protects more than the vaccine. It lasts longer because it's a natural response. Uh, and they also talk about the intimidation and the fear uh, that's inside Pfizer. People are being monitored all the time. They're being told what they can say and what they can't say. Uh, so I think you're right, Dr. Paul. This is a very, very important undercover investigation. And I think really blowing the lid off of this natural immunity, and it certainly doesn't uh, diminish from people who want to get a vaccine. Hey, do it if you want to do it, right? But what it is saying is there are other things to look at, and those things are being suppressed, and that's not right. You know, I have frequently uh, expressed my views on why some of these very dumb things happen. And it's just not a matter of carelessness uh, or ignorance. Uh, I, I think there's a time that people benefit from this because we do know it's in, in the papers about how much profits are made by selling vaccines. And, and so their, their, their uh, incentives are distorted. Uh, but, it, you know, it, right now, you know, in New York, it, you know, because of the crackdown there, they didn't get any better with even the attempt to try to uh, get r rid of a few people up there. But in New York, there are 650,000 ho uh, hospital and nursing home employees at this effect. And a lot of them now, you know, want exemptions uh, be because uh, they, don't, they don't want this to happen. And so these are the people that I mentioned a minute ago that may well be the, exactly the ones you need. So, yes, they have trouble. They can't fill the hospitals. Uh, they can't find enough nurses for the hospitals. So what do they do? They fire them. They fire them. So this, this has to be, uh, you know, their goal. Some people believe that there are some who believe they can be, it can benefit their cause of cultural Marxism by having chaos here. And I, I think uh, until somebody proves that isn't the case, I'm going to sort of uh, lean in that direction strongly. But it's yeah. similar, Daniel, to what they did last summer. You know, when all the rioting was going on in the cities, the breaking through windows, the stealing and open uh, in, in daylight, police standing around and looking at it and nothing done. So they call the, the people get say, where? Where are the police? What are the police going to do? Yeah, we need to deal with this. What we need to do is defund them because they don't do a very good job. So uh, it, 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 it has to be uh, a motivation that is so strange. I just don't believe they're that, that dumb as to have policies that are so, uh, so likely and predictably can backfire on them and reject so easily the whole concept of voluntarism and private, uh, private contracts and doctor-patient relationships and listening to the people who 
it's not like there aren't a lot of doctors now that have and will continue to speak out because we we've had uh, some on on our program and there's still a few places on television they still get a hearing so the message is out there but this the, this whole whole thing we still like it when somebody from inside at Pfizer comes across and says hey look they know, they know what's going on, you know. They they, they shouldn't kid you that. And they they were when they were saying it, it sort of impressed me. They were pretty calm and collected. They let you knew where know where they stood. It wasn't exactly in our position, but they uh, they they said that uh, you know you know it was a matter of fact that this is what they talk about when they do this, and they recognize it. But it's sort of like uh, you know uh, what can I do about it? And they go back and go to work. Yeah, I think the, the, the other thing, aside from the issue of natural immunity that came out in these undercover investigations, is something that I think is an absolute scandal of monumental proportions. And this is Chris Croce, who's a, who's a uh, senior associate scientist at Pfizer. Uh, the undercover reporter said, so what is happening to monoclonal antibody treatments? And Croce responded, they are being pushed aside. The journalist said, why? And he said, money. It's disgusting. Yeah. And later on, he said about his own company, Pfizer, quote, basically our organization is run on COVID money now. Uh, and that is almost an admission that they are corrupt. You have to ask yourselves how many people are dying because they're trying to tell people you can only use our vaccine. And my question when I, when I watched that, Dr. Paul, is where's Congress? Where are senators? Where are the Republicans even? And I would hope a lot of Democrats uh, who aren't in favor of this kind of corporatism. Where are they? Why aren't they demanding an investigation of Pfizer if we're being told it's basically only about the money for them and they're suppressing other treatments that might be effective and other scientific information that might be effective? This is a massive scandal, and I hope somehow someone grabs this and runs with it. Yeah, you know, the... Um progressives who used to be close allies very often in, in the things that we did. There, there's in Washington that you don't find that. And I think back about getting to know Ralph Nader and uh, he wasn't a libertarian, but we were friends and we would talk about these things. And he was on our program one time, but uh, he and I agreed on one thing, one word that helped get people to understand and that was corporatism. You know, yeah. we didn't try to refine the word of uh, uh, laissez-faire capitalism and all this stuff. We just, we talked about corporatism. And of course, Mises talked about corporatism too. And we are concerned about it. And, uh, but, but I haven't visited with, uh, well, we have a few people who will still come out that are, could be classified as, uh, as progressives. But there's not very many, the average person, you, you ordinarily would hear a lot in Congress come up and condemn the profiteering you know that goes on and uh and and this uh, the quote you made from the people who work at Pfizer this this should tell a lot of people what's going on but you know what Daniel we have a problem you know we have great viewers they come and we get great message from it and we don't have to do a lot of conversion 
But I guess one thing I would like to do, Daniel, is encourage them to spread the message. Figure out something. And people say, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Do whatever you can to spread a message. Maybe it's just talking to one person at a time. But uh, and writing letters and talking to your congressman and going to meeting, uh, anything that will get the attention because truth is a powerful weapon. You don't have to worry about it because you might feel lonely. So I think if you have a powerful message and you're telling the truth, it'll go a lot further than you ever dreamed. I was pleasantly surprised over the many years that uh, what I assumed I was doing uh, would never even be recognized, but a few people have picked up on it and, and they've uh, complimented me on this for speaking out. But I'm gonna continue to do that because I don't know anything else to do other than do something I think is important and to the best of my ability to find out what is the truth and, and encourage other people to seek it and then spread the message. Absolutely, Dr. Paul. And I would, uh, I would just uh, close by just reminding people that the, the uh, speeches from our conference last month are available exclusively on Odyssey now. If you go to Ron Paul's uh, Odyssey page, you will see them in a playlist and we're adding one speech per day. And today we uploaded Judge Napolitano's speech and it's a great speech. So go to Odyssey and look at it there. It's a censorship free platform that we're using for these speeches. And I want to thank everyone for watching the show. Please still subscribe to us here uh, on YouTube. Subscribe to us on Odyssey and Rumble and the other alternative places. And also subscribe to updates at the Ron Paul Institute. Just go to ronpaulinstitute.org and subscribe. It's free and we protect your privacy. Dr. Paul? Very good. I want to close by just once again thanking our viewers for tuning in because if we had no viewers, uh, I, I might have to close down. But we have viewers and uh, we, we do it, you know, on a meager budget and, and you don't hear us preaching about that. But uh, if somebody said, well, do you make a lot of money in this? And we really know. But I tell you what, I get a lot of rewards. And my rewards are, don't happen to be, uh, you, you know, getting a check from somebody. It, it's almost like the opposite of Pfizer, you know, becoming very rich and living off COVID funds. So, but it's not like it's wasted time to me because I get satisfaction from it. And, uh, and it's, it's ongoing because I get satisfaction of looking for the truth. And people that say, well, science have settled it. Well, I've done a little bit of work in science. And uh, one thing I came out of on science is, is, is that science hardly ever totally settles anything. You know, it opens up the door for, uh, for medicine to expand. And just think of the medications now that they can use, you know, for COVID that were used for other things. And that's wonderful, uh, except for the people right now and say, oh, you can't do that. We're gonna make it illegal. It's gonna be hard to get that and we'll regulate you. And uh, we're going to subsidize only the expensive medications. So that, that's, a, that's a real problem. But anyway, I wanna thank our viewers for tuning in today. We appreciate that very much. Please return to the Liberty Report soon.